Hi, Steve here. Before I get started on this video, I'm laughing because I just watched a video that some guy took of mine, and it's about three years old, but he just put this compilation together last year where he basically says that the Bible is a bunch of bunk and that the Bible is to be taken as a metaphor, and it was just written by... I forget the derogatory term he used, but it was written by idiots or something. I don't He didn't say idiots. It was some other word. I don't remember. But the bottom line is this. There are people who just absolutely have a cognitive dissonance level that is beyond the ability to break free. So that's all I'm going to say. And believe me that I understand the Bible is not believed by the world. People of the world do not believe it, they mock it, they berate everything in it, they try to attribute all of the things in the Word of God to a fantasy or somebody's imagination. But the reality is, the things we've been told in this world, they're the ones that were created by imagination and presumptions. So, rather than rambling on about this, let me get into the video now. There's no topic I could ever cover that's more like trying to climb Mount Everest with no shoes on than this one. Why? Simple. Because to believe it, you have to say the Word of God is not true, and that what NASA has told you and the computer-generated images you've been shown is the truth you believe. And really, that's all you have to go on. There is no other so-called proof. And yet these scientists are all telling you that's all you need to believe as fact. This is the only foundation deceivers need to build on the next huge deception, which will be aliens from another planet or other galaxy. The explanation for the conspiracy of the millennium goes like this. Let's just say there is an adversary. There is a devil. There is a Satan. His whole job would be to convince the world that God doesn't exist He's done an incredible job convincing people with the idea that we're just on a random speck in an infinite universe. We've had dozens of TV and movies to help us believe that it's all so. Yes, there are UFOs, I believe that, but no one has proven what they actually are or who's behind what we see. We all make assumptions based on our level of knowledge about other things, and if it is an advanced technology, there are very few who understand what's going on because those behind the technology are all compartmentalized from those who have any real knowledge of who is really behind it. According to Wikipedia, spherical Earth, or Earth's curvature, refers to the approximation of figure of the Earth as a sphere. The earliest documented mention of the concept dates from around the 5th century BC, when it appears in the writings of Greek philosophers. In the 3rd century BC, Hellenistic astronomy established the roughly spherical shape of Earth as a physical fact and calculated the Earth's circumference. This knowledge was gradually adopted throughout the whole old world during the late antiquity and the Middle Ages. Now, just exactly how did they come up with this? Through their philosophy, through their assumptions. They call it a physical fact as they calculated the Earth's circumference. Yes, there are UFOs, 
but no one has proven what they actually are or who's behind what we see. We all make assumptions based on our level of knowledge about other things. And if it is an advanced technology, there are very few who understand what's going on because those behind the technology are all compartmentalized from those who have any real knowledge of who is really behind it. According to Wikipedia, spherical Earth or Earth's curvature refers to the approximation of figure of the Earth as a sphere. The earliest documented mention of the concept dates from around 5th century BC when it appears in the writings of Greek philosophers. In the 3rd century BC, Hellenistic astronomy established the roughly spherical shape of Earth as a physical fact. How in the world did they establish it as a physical fact? What did they have to prove that? Nothing. Well, they supposedly calculated the Earth's circumference somehow. This knowledge was gradually... This knowledge was gradually adopted through the whole old world during late antiquity and the Middle Ages. NASA says before the Small Steps program began in 1946 using V-2 rockets to take images from space, the highest pictures ever taken of the Earth's surface were from the Explorer 2 balloon, which ascended 13.7 miles in 1935, high enough to discern the curvature of the Earth. Now, wait a minute. 13 miles straight up into space. You can actually see the curvature of the Earth, which is supposedly just under 25,000 miles in diameter. I don't think so. That's not high enough to discern, to understand, or see the curvature of the Earth. I've seen various photo collections that supposedly show videos of the Earth from the International Space Station, and some indicate that you can see the Earth as a full disk. But in reality, you would have to be about 2,285 miles away from the Earth to see it as a full disk. And the ISS, or International Space Station, is orbiting at an altitude of only 216 miles above the Earth. The truth is, you would have to be almost 2,300 miles away from the Earth to see it as a full disk. And the International Space Station is orbiting at an altitude of about 347 kilometers or 216 miles. You can't see the Earth as a full disk from the space station. Who pushes all the space information besides NASA? A site called space.com. So who writes the articles for them? And their very own site says, We've also grown to offer additional telescopes, binoculars, and astrophotography reviews and deals coverage alongside our tech, gaming, and sci-fi streaming coverage. Space.com is, and always has been, the passion of writers and editors who are space fans and also trained journalists. And we know that journalists are really experts in space. Before any Apollo mission ever flew, NASA had a major tragedy on January 27, 1967, as the first Apollo crew were conducting a simulation on the launch pad in Florida. A flash fire broke out in their capsule. In the 100% oxygen atmosphere NASA was using, the fire killed all three. Five years before they tried their Apollo space program, the U.S. government ran an operation called Operation Fishbowl, a series of high-altitude nuclear tests in 1962 that were carried out as a part of the larger Operation Dominic nuclear test program. In this picture, you can clearly see 
they were launching rockets with nuclear explosives. This shows the array of rockets with instruments for making scientific measurements of high-altitude nuclear tests. I think their goal is pretty apparent to anyone who has half a brain. The title itself indicates they knew that the Earth has a dome over it, insinuated in the imagery of a fishbowl, and they wanted to see if they could break through it. They haven't. And if they haven't, then everything we read and see from NASA is untrue. And just because news groups like Reuters or CNN report the opposite of a flat Earth or a non-globe Earth, it doesn't make it a fact at all. What's really sad is that there are men and women who claim to be believers in Jesus Christ, and they claim to believe the Word of God, and yet they still have fallen for this fraudulent fallacy. The fact that this article in Reuters states what the actual controversy and issue is proves that it's really an argument against the Word of God. It's literally a battle between God's Word, if you don't believe it, and the world's philosophies and what they've told you. And like I've said before, it's taken me all these years to find out that I've been lied to ever since I was a baby, ever since I was old enough to understand what anybody told me. There is no Santa Claus, there is no Easter Bunny, and the government doesn't love you. Now let's look at the facts. For you Christians who believe the Earth is a spinning ball traveling at 1,038 miles an hour, chasing the sun, this is something to think about. If you search the scriptures, how many verses describe a spherical or globe Earth? Zero. How many scriptures describe an infinite or ever-expanding universe? Zero. How many scriptures describe a moving earth? Zero. How many scriptures describe a sun-centered cosmology? Zero. How many scriptures describe gravity, the Coriolis effect, or vacuum of space? Zero. And how many scriptures describe life on other planets? Zero. Go ahead, search. Search day and night. Search day and night for the next year of your life, and you still will not find them. But you've bought into the pictures generated from a computer and everything you're told from a space agency that was founded and led by World War II Nazi scientists. Something I've learned as I become an old man. You don't know what you don't know. And I know that when someone lies to me about anything, they'll lie to me about other things. We have pastors and so-called ministers of truth who never look at this topic. Men who can't understand this very clear concept and teach it like a NASA scientist and other false doctrines like the pre-tribulation rapture of the church. If we can't believe them or trust them, that they even know what they're talking about in these things, can we really trust them about other truths? I've done so many other videos on the subject, but I never expect nominal believers to receive this information because for many, their cognitive dissonance is built into their minds like a rock. And I understand that many so-called believers will never let the Bible get in the way of what they believe. Think about it.